Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hello, I hope you guys are having an amazing summer. I hope that you're able to have the best time with your families and your children, but also being able to keep working on your business. I know it's so hard in the summer because we're off our routines and it's just a little bit crazy. So I hope some of these tips are helping you and you're able to focus at least a few hours a week on your business. So today I want to talk about a time when I completely lost my mind. I'm not even kidding you. I legitimately lost my mind and ended up in the ER and how it made me a better business owner because I learned a lot of really important lessons. So let me tell you the story first. So it was almost three years, three or four, it was probably four years ago when I was in the middle of a family shoot and my memory completely disappeared. And I finished the shoot miraculously and I headed to the ER. I remember calling my husband like three times on the way home and I would say like, hey, I think I lost my mind. And then I'd call him back. Hey, I think, but I could remember that I called him back, but it was like this weird in between of like, I don't know what's going on, but I kind of remember it was, it was the weirdest thing. Um, so anyways, it ended up being a stress migraine that made me lose my memory for several hours. It was crazy. So the MRI came back clear. The labs were okay, but I was not okay. I was not okay because that was just the beginning of downhill for me. It was like a year after I had my second child, I started losing my memory constantly. I was stressed all the time. I was working super hard, like nonstop and working harder, not smarter. So the opposite of what I should have been doing. I was so anxious. I had anxiety really bad. I had postpartum anxiety that just turned into like real anxiety because I didn't take care of it. I didn't know what it was. I was so overwhelmed with my business and my life and just everything, my marriage. Like it was just really, really hard time. And I was really scared. I was scared that I was just going to keep spiraling downward and nothing was going to fix it. I'd actually tried to get on anxiety medication and um, I had a really bad reaction to it four times in a row. Um, and I was afraid that I would never be able to get the help that I needed and that I'd feel anxious and stressed out forever. And the anxiety was like debilitating. Like I was having panic attacks. I was like, I had my husband one time pick me up from the gym because I was having a panic, panic attack. I couldn't even go get my kids out of childcare. So he pulled up, I ran out, I was crying, freaking out. He ran in and got my kids out of childcare. Like I was literally sitting on the couch in the dressing room having a panic attack and I was just out of control and I'm realizing why now. So I was at the time keeping track of all of our 75 brides in an Excel spreadsheet. Nothing in my business was automated. There were absolutely zero systems and it was only a matter of time before I was going to forget one and actually one fall evening it happened Luckily, I didn't completely forget, but somehow, somewhere, I miswrote the appointment and what I had written down was different from what I told them. And I was an hour late to what they thought I was supposed to be there. And I showed up to my session and the mom was almost in tears and it was still the most horrifying thing. I just remember pulling up and she was so mad and I couldn't understand why. And I drove home from that session and I knew I had to change something. It was just a time when I was just feeling so 
feeling and doing so much that if I didn't change something, then everything was going to crumble. I was overworking. I was overstressed. So about a month later, I had a major shift. I attended a conference and I met a doctor that changed my life in the same weekend. So I had to get a hold of my health, which my hormones were super imbalanced and that was really causing a lot of the problems. But I also had to get a hold of my business and that was causing a lot of problems too. It took a lot of work, a lot of learning, and a lot of change. But I had to incorporate systems, automation, outsourcing, asking for help, and most of all, a huge mental shift in my business. The next year was the biggest year in Kylian Studio history up until that point, but I worked the least amount in that year that I had previously. And why did, or how and why, how did that happen? I did less, but I did less better. And today that's what I want to talk about is how to do less better. So at the conference that I attended that changed my life that weekend, the same weekend that I went to that doctor in Arizona, um, I learned a lot about automating my business and creating more systems in my business. And the thing that really stuck out to me was when Mary Morantz opened up the conference and explained the lifespan of a small business. So this happens in every industry, but I want to share an example as a photographer because that's obviously the industry that I'm in. So basically it started out that you're good at something, right? So you're good at whatever it is that you're doing. So for me, it was photography. I was super good at photography. Okay, actually I wasn't. This is the funny part of this. So I was good enough that my friends were saying, you should do this as a business. Oh my gosh, you're so, you're so good. I would love to hire you for family pictures or whatever it is, you know? So I started good enough, I guess, at something because I really wasn't that good. But good enough that people are like, I would love to hire you. So I was good at it. So I became a photographer, right? So I became a business owner. I became a photographer. In the beginning, I was super cheap and I would give a lot for a little bit. So I'd, you know, be there for a long time and charge like $35 or whatever it was. And so I got really good at word of mouth because people were saying, she's really, she's pretty good and, you know, she'll do it for cheap and she does whatever style you want, whatever editing you want. She's, it's really awesome. So obviously I had good word of mouth and I was just really excited about my business. So I was having a good turnaround time. I was going above and beyond for my clients, which I still feel like I do both of those things, but in a different way. Um, and then it got to a point where a business gets, has more work than time, right? And that's where I was in this scenario. I got to a point where I had so much work, but I did not have enough time to balance it all. So whether you're a baker, a hairstylist, a energy worker, um, you do MLM, you sell a product, it gets to a point where you're doing all of the things and your business is growing and then you have so many more things and then your business is growing and you're still doing all of the things and that's when businesses start declining. So that's when the burnout comes and you start feeling like overwhelmed, overworked, you don't want to do anything because you're so burnt out and then you start doing kind of a crappy job and you get bad word of mouth and then your business fails. So the cycle is you're good at something, you become a professional, you get good word of mouth, you more you have more work than time, then you have burnout, then you have bad word of mouth, and then your business fails. Okay, so this is the cycle that small businesses get into. And this is why so many businesses fail. So how do we avoid this? We have to transition our minds to a CEO to stay in business instead of having a small business mindset. We can succeed. We can break the statistics of 
running successful businesses and keeping our businesses afloat after the five years and the 10 years that most businesses fail in. There will be hard times throughout that, but we can succeed through those if we believe in ourselves and switch our mindset to be a CEO. So what do CEOs do that are different than small businesses? They don't do everything. Have you ever seen a CEO of a business being the one that posts on social media or the one that, I don't know, writes the blog posts or the one that even plans the photo shoots for their company or the one that even develops the product? Like a lot of CEOs are barely doing anything in their business. They are just the head of their business. So obviously in our businesses, what we're doing is probably something that we have the skills for. So we're still going to be the ones doing the thing. So in my business, I'm still the one taking photos, but I'm not the only one taking photos. I have also outsourced that in different ways as well by growing my team. But if you are a baker, you're the one making the cookies. If you're an energy worker, you're the one doing the energy work sessions. If you're the one that's, you know, in the MLM business, you're going to be the one doing the product testing, doing the parties, doing the product tests, all those kinds of things. So we're still going to be doing the thing, but what are the things that we can outsource? What are the things that we can do less of? so that we can focus on the things that we do do better. If you're constantly maintaining your business, you cannot grow it. If you're constantly working in your business, you can't work on your business and your business will not grow if you are not working on your business instead of just working in your business. Is this making sense? What are the questions I ask myself when I want to outsource something? So first of all, I I ask myself, am I good at it? Number two, does it have to be me doing it? Number three, do I enjoy it? Number four, does it bring in income? Where is your time best spent? For me, is it shooting and marketing or is it editing and designing, you know, product templates or pricing guides? Um, Am I the only one that can clean my house? No. Am I the only one that can edit pictures? No. Am I the only one that can create a blog post with SEO? No. There are things that others can do for you And sometimes they can do it better and faster because that's what they specialize in and that's what brings them joy and fulfillment. So there are a ton of people that are willing to do your blogging, edit your photos, create albums, do your mailing, answer your emails, content creation, um, do so many different things. No matter what business you're in, there are so many people. And if it's not, you know, in your business that you want to hire someone, maybe it's in your house. Maybe it's someone who's going to fold your laundry or someone that's going to clean your house every other week, or someone that's going to do your dishes. What are the things that you dread that you can be focused on other things during that time that are productive, that are bringing in income and helping you fulfill your goals? I always think of the example, I could spend one hour cleaning my house, or I could spend one hour in a one-on-one mentor session. A one-on-one mentor session brings me more joy and fulfillment. It provides more value for the people that I mentor and serve. And it's 10 times as much as what I pay my house cleaner per hour. So I could make 10 times as much in that hour or I could spend an hour cleaning what I could pay someone $20 an hour to do. On top of that, they're professionals and they are paid to clean my house. So they're going to do a better job. Even if it's just a college student cleaning your house, they do a better job. So we have to sacrifice money to have more money. We have to give up the $10 an hour jobs the $20 an hour jobs so that we can do the $200 an hour jobs, the $300 an hour jobs. So that is what CEOs do in their business. They're giving up the $10 an hour jobs so that they can focus on what they do best and what brings them money. 
So when people say, I don't have money to outsource, I beg to differ because I think that outsourcing actually in turn saves you so much money. So one of the photographers I just hired to work for me was doing one shoot a week, but she was also editing and working on her business and um, doing contracts and all these things. In the first month that she started working for me, she was able to start doing four shoots a week, but only doing the shooting and not the editing and not, you know, invoicing and contracts and going back and forth. So she was able to do four times the amount of jobs. And before, I don't know how much she was making. But now that she's specializing in her skill, she's making $100 an hour. And she was able to make so much more in just two weeks of shooting for me than she was in a whole month working for herself. Obviously, this is a unique setup in my business, but you can do the same thing in your own business by outsourcing all of those other jobs so that you're focusing on the things that bring in the most money and the things that you do best and the things that bring you the most joy. Another thing that people struggle with with outsourcing is that it's hard to give up the control and having someone do what you do as good as you do it. You do not have to sacrifice quality when you're hiring someone to help you with something. You can find someone who as good at as good at it as you are, and you can find people that are even better. But it will take some time to train someone to have your voice or to have your same vision in mind. But there are other people that do what you do and they do it better and they actually like it. For example, I'm actually really good at editing. I feel like I can I have just like a really good eye for color and for exposure and things like that. But I don't really enjoy editing a lot. So I do enjoy editing when it's like short sessions and I'm in control of it. But when I have four or five sessions or a wedding, when it's just like a lot of photos to get through the thousands, I don't like to edit. It seems like hours and hours of redundant work and I don't like it. So I hired a girl named Katie who had very little professional experience in editing when we hired her. And I took some time to train her in the beginning. And then every year we have kind of like a, a powwow where we talk about things. Um, but really, ultimately what's happened is over the last five years of her working for us, she has now seen every lighting situation, every single camera and model, every single lens, every single like mess up in settings. And she is the best editor on our team over me now because she has worked with every single situation and she has the experience now. So if I would have just been like, well, I'm the best and so I'm not going to hire someone because no one can do it as good as me. I just lost, you know, hours and hours and years of time and now she is better than all of us and she is the best thing that happened to our team because I was able to give up a little control to have more control of my life. I think a lot of people struggle with not having the time to teach someone how to do it and that's something that I think you do not have the time not to do this. So if you spend four hours teaching someone or eight hours teaching someone, overall in the whole year, you will save hundreds or thousands of hours. You're going to avoid burnout. You're going to avoid feeling like you're constantly drowning in work. And if you even free up 10 hours a week to stop editing or to stop answering emails or to stop content creation, can you imagine what you could do for your business in that 10 hours? You could easily market enough to book new clients, to pay for the outsourcing. You can network with new vendors or other people in your industry. You can build connections. You could actually go do what you do. If it's photography, if it's haircutting, if, it, if it's floral making, if it's art, if it's um, MLM, if it's selling products, if it's having parties, whatever, whatever it is, you will have time to do those things 
and your business will explode in those 10 hours. So this week, I have outsourced. I have three assistants right now. It's kind of crazy, but I do a lot of things and I could not do what I do without having a So one thing that I have to do in my business is I have to record this podcast. No one else can report, record this podcast for me. I also need to outline the podcast because I'm the only one who knows what I want to talk about, what I want to share, and my own experience and my own expertise. But from there, my assistant, Caitlin, who's my marketing assistant, she is creating the graphics for my stories. She is creating the episode graphics. She is creating, taking the transcription from this and turning it into blog posts and Instagram content. So she's taking my words that we hire someone to transcribe for us and then turning them into blog posts, to email drips, to social media content, to stories, to all sorts of different things. At the beginning of last week, I had 27 emails that I needed to send follow-ups for to brides that had inquired or families that had inquired and I needed to follow up and check in on them. But I also was training my new team. I was um, launching the podcast. I was recording all these episodes. I had to outline the episodes. I had a million um, small business shoots. I just was all over the place busy. So I thought, do I need to be the one that's answering all these follow-up emails? Is there someone else can do it? Is it something that brings me joy? Is it something that someone can do better and quicker and actually give them a better experience? So I called up my other assistant, Brooklyn, and I had her go in and answer all the follow-ups, answer their questions. These were all emails that I had sent the last email. So it's not emails that I needed to respond to. It's emails like, hey, I, we'd love to check in. Is there anything you had questions with? And then she was corresponding with them with their additional questions. So this was so great because it would have taken me even an hour just to open all of those different files in HoneyBook and figure out what they needed. And that saved me so much time that I needed to focus on all the different things that I needed to do, like train my team or, you know, outline my podcast episodes. There's just so many different ways I use outsourcing in my business every single day. Even so I bought the bundle, you know, the 72 course bundle that um, I talked about in episode three. I bought the bundle, but there are 75 courses to download. Okay, that is a lot of time. And in the instructions, it says it takes less than five minutes per bundle. So if you add 75 times five, that's like so many minutes that it takes to download this. And I don't want to spend those hours on my computer downloading these education or creating logins or creating signups. I could not do that. I just couldn't even think about doing that. So what I did is I had my assistant do it. I said, okay, here is the access link. Here's the folder I want you to dump any downloads into. Here's the document I want you to add all the logins into. I want you to download these even if you just do five a week for the next little while, but it needs to be on your plate, not mine, because if it's on my to-do list, it's, it's something that's hanging over my head. But if I'm able to outsource it, it's not something that I have to think about. So if you download the bundle and you need help, you should hire your little sister or your, you know, neighbor down the street to do something like that. Because, you know, if you, we don't have time to spend hours and hours doing this busy work when we could spend those hours really building and focusing on our business. Another thing that people worry about is that if you outsource it, it doesn't look like you can handle it all. And, you know, I've heard people say things about me that were supposed to be bad or negative, but to me, it actually doesn't seem negative. It's like, they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, she only has 24 hour turnaround time because she outsources that. Or, you know, the only reason that she can do that much is because she has assistance. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. That is right. And that is why I can do as much as I can do in my business. That's why I can grow my business. 
I can do what I love. I can do more of what I love every single day. I can do five sessions a day. The more help I get maintaining my business, the more I'm able to grow my business. And I'm able to handle way more in my business when I have help. And that's not a negative thing for me. Even when people make it a negative thing, I don't get it, but it does happen. I'm doing what I'm created to do and I'm hiring people that are doing what they're created to do. And together, it's magical. It's an amazing team. So things to outsource, blogging, content creation, Pinterest, um, email, scheduling Instagram, babysitting, house cleaning, laundry, account and bookkeeping, social media marketing. There are so many things you can outsource. Literally anything you can think of, especially the things you hate, those are all things you can outsource. And I've probably done them. I've probably outsourced everything that is even on your possibility list because I outsource so much and it has helped me so much. I have literally outsourced curtain rod hanging. I've outsourced playground building. I've outsourced to my cousin last year. My husband was out of town and I wanted to put up the trampoline. So I called my husband, my cousin, not my husband, my cousin, and he, I paid him to build my trampoline. Like silly things, guys. Things that are on our list that are hanging over our heads that take too much time or skills that we don't have. And I'm able to outsource those things and do better things in that time frame. Who do you outsource to? This is a question I get all the time. So you can either outsource to like an intern or employee, a high school person, a college person, um, a mom down the street, or a company that specializes in each of those tasks. So there are companies that specialize in social media marketing. There are companies that specialize in Pinterest. And so it's kind of finding a balance of, do you want someone that already knows what they're doing and you can just outsource it? Or do you want someone that you want to train to do it exactly how you do it? So I guess it depends on what systems you already have in place. And then lastly, you have to hire a sitter. I know I talk about this in almost every episode. It doesn't have to be full-time. It doesn't have to be even part-time. I run my full-time business with four to eight hours of computer time a week. In those four child-free hours, I can accomplish more than what I'm trying to do in the entire week while trying to multitask. So these are my tips on how to do less better. It's so, so important to outsource and to focus on what you do what you love, what you're best at, and what brings you joy and profit. My challenge to you this week is to focus on one thing you can outsource. Obviously, when I first started outsourcing, it was hard to give up control, and I did a little bit at a time. And now I'm at a point, nine years into my business, that I outsource like so many things all the time, but I didn't start that way. So my goal for you this week is to choose one thing you can let go of. Maybe it's house cleaning. Maybe it's folding laundry. I know everyone always says my husband would never let me. Guys, my husband didn't want me to do that either, but now it's the best thing. We both hate folding laundry. And you know what? If your husband doesn't want him to f- you, that someone to fold his laundry, then he can fold his laundry and the person can fold everyone else's laundry. Okay, easy solution. But find one thing that you can outsource in your business or in your life that can help you free up some time to focus more on what you love and what you're best at. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie M Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.